Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Jeff Duncan. The dynamic situation swirling around the New Orleans Saints uh, now that they have a new head coach and new decisions to make. So it's going to be so interesting keeping up with Jeff every single Friday to find out what the latest is. Hey, my uh, co-worker Patty Steele posted a couple of quotes that I just wanted to share with you. The first one is this. If there's even a slight chance at getting something that will make you happy, risk it. Life's too short and happiness is too rare. And it was a quote by A.R. Lucas. And I can't agree more with what she's what she said there, what she posted. And here's another one from Patty Steele. When it rains, look for rainbows. When it's dark, look for stars. Always. I love that. It's again powerful, powerful, positive thoughts from our coworker, uh, Patty Steele. Really appreciate her posting those on uh, on her Facebook page. Now let's turn over to my friend George Freeland from the Jackson County Economic Development Foundation. George, I checked this morning, and it's been November of last year since we visited last. So, uh, you know, first of all, welcome back to Coast View, and Happy New Year to you, my friend. Happy New Year to you, and Happy Friday, Ricky. It's amazing, really, if you think about it. January is already gone (laughs) and we're a week into February. What in the world? What is that? Did the pandemic cause time to speed up? You know, I don't know if it caused time to speed up, but, but I had this conversation quite often with, with friends and associates. I I have a more difficult time keeping things in, in more of a chronological order or sense. Does that make, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, last week, last month, Maybe it's COVID or maybe it's just a function that guys like you and I are getting a little older, Ricky. (laughs) Well, I tell you, you know, it's, uh, I'm a visual guy. So I tend to remember things based on where I was in that moment. So I don't know if you're like that or not, but I can, if I, if I can put myself back in that where, wherever I was and, and recall sort of the, the physical environment of the moment, then I can, I can have very good recall. And that's the kind of, I see things in pictures, but when you're doing everything remotely, you know, you're not, you know, you may be talking to a lot of people on the phone or, you know, through zoom or Skype, like we're doing this show and you kind of lose a little bit of that ability. You part of the sense, which is you were actually in there in that yeah. moment not there anymore. So it probably does create a little bit of subconscious confusion. Yeah, it does. But, but what, what you just said is so important. And I'm not real big on, on New Year's resolutions, but 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 I've made more of a point personally uh, and, and professionally in this 2022 year to do just that. Li- always live in the moment. And I yeah. think it, it, it sounds so simple, doesn't it? But it really yeah. is true. Isn't it? If we can live in the moment, it, it, it makes us better. It makes us better as people, as fathers, as, as, as husbands, um, and certainly as professionals, because it gives us a, a healthier context of those things that ought to be truly important to us. And, you know, the other thing it does, and I, t- I talk about it on Coastview all the time. I, I share quotes about it. I share my own experience about it. But this whole notion of living in the moment is super powerful. The other thing it does is it is it at least gives you an opportunity not to take things for granted. You know, that's the thing. We You know, busy people, busy people, it's so easy 
to just lose sight of some of the things that are going on around you because you're speeding from one meeting to the next or from one topic to the next. Yeah. It's hard to find balance in life. And, uh, you know, people often ask me during the latter part of my career when I was involved in some really, really difficult uh, strategic, you know, digital media transitions, you know, how was I able to sort of maintain a, a healthy you know, and positive look on life? And I said, well, first of all, what I believe is that what I'm working on is important. That's a very, very important, you know, uh, thing. And the other thing is that I always worked hard to 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 pause and never and never lose sight as I learned as a paramedic that there's no guarantee that tomorrow is yeah. even going to come. So I better I better live each and every day like it's my life and w like it's your last. And when you have that point of view, I think it helps you focus on the moments more. And boy, I was a busy guy. And, uh, you know, Kosi has given me a chance to really pause and stay focused on the things that really matter to coastal Mississippi. And uh, I guess, you know, in a way it's been a gift for me because it's given me a chance to really appreciate how fortunate we are to live in such a, a magical place. Yeah. And, um, and uh, that's good to hear that you've uh, sort of established that as a New Year's resolution. But, and, and, and to your point, if we can abide by that, 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 that basic principle or approach. Again, we're, we're, we're better in those things that really matter. We're better dads. We're better brothers. We're, be, we're better husbands. But, but we're also better to the people that we're responsible for. In my case, I'm yeah. responsible to, to, to an entire community. And, and if I can abide by that principle, I, I am a, a better servant. I'm a better professional. And I can execute on a higher level to the benefit of those people that, that I'm responsible for. Yeah. Hey, let's talk a little bit about so people who may not have heard us talk before about the Jackson County Economic Development Foundation. It's very unique public-private partnership. It started back in 1992 when the Board of Supervisors for Jackson County and the Port Authority and the Jackson County Chamber sort of came together. And it, it started an evolution that over many years became this really fundamental economic development foundation of, of public entities and private entities working together for the betterment of economic development in that community. Better jobs, higher paying jobs, and on and on and on. But it was uh, it's unique in coastal Mississippi. In some ways, it's kind of unique in, in the country that it's that it's one. It's really created a great opportunity to be. Uh, to have uh, a best-in-class sort of organization, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, going back to the to, to the framework um, and to things that sound simple, don't they? Sort of like our our approach to, to to some truisms we ought to embed into the way we undertake our, our daily lives. Um, you're right, Ricky. The, the the construct of the foundation is, is one that attempts to, has attempted to, and by all accounts has achieved that pure. Um, all-inclusive public-private partnership. Um, you can date it back to the early 90s, and you can do that because there was certain enabling legislation, right, that was required. So statutorily, the framework that we, we operate under now was created in the early 90s, but in some form or another, the organization goes back to the 1970s. So there's actually a plaque on the wall in my, my, my boardroom where Jerry St. Pay and other leaders came together to form these fundamental principles of public-private partnership, right? So in a, in a very uh, fundamental way, the governance, you know, those that, that I'm responsible to is an organization that consists of our board of supervisors, all private and corporate leaders in the community, our, our mayors, our, our port authority. And so if, if you create that image, 
literally and metaphorically uh, that, that Kerry Wilkinson, the president of Ingle Shipbuilding, and, and, and uh, Tim Potter, the refinery manager, sit literally, again, and metaphorically in a room with our board of supervisors and our elected officials and our Port Authority. And, and in doing that, I and Mary Martha and, and our team have the resources, the intellect, and the leverage to do just what you just said, to focus not just on jobs, but a diversification of, of the community, um, of our economic development base. And while we just had this whole exchange on living in the moment, um, and that's that's all accurate, if, if I have the latitude and the backing to also live in that moment 5, 10, and 15 years out and to always focus on what we want this community to evolve to be over that time frame. Well, you know, what's boy, it, it hits on so many different cylinders, but this opportunity to create alignment, I can't overstate how important that is in terms of the county coming together around economic development. It's an opportunity for those in the public sector, elected officials and others, to learn from the CEOs in industry about what their most recent challenges are, what the opportunities are. The educational aspect of this has to be tremendous. I mean, just think about the knowledge sharing that's happening, uh, the team building that's happening. Because to win in the in the economic development world today, while, while you and I have talked about this in great detail before, there's sort of this, the old economy is still there where you're wanting industry to come in and relocate to your area, but there's an emerging new new economy as well, where, and I will say the pandemic, as we've talked about before, has put that on steroids, the ability to work remotely. When you have, it's dynamic, it's competitive. It's, it's, it, you know, there's a part that, that involves a sense of place in your community and how attractive is that for, for future, uh, for future employees and others who might want to live there. And then of course, when you have to rally in a big way to go target a specific industry, um, it takes a team effort, doesn't it? Boy, it does. And there's just, you know, in, in, in the narrative that you just you just walk through, man, there's so many. There, there's a, there are probably 30 different seminars in, in the few paragraphs that you just you just express there. So let me just just grab a couple. First of all, yes, the, the, the world economy, the national economy and the ways in which we have to approach economic development are changing every single day. Um, you know, I just, Mayor Martha and I just came back from a meeting of our International Economic Development Council where uh, professionals like ourselves who've been in, in, in the discipline for quite a while now exchange ideas and, and thoughts. And, and, and one of those is we're, we live in a world now where the old paradigm of job, 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 job is antiquated. Job is antiquated. It's about workers, 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 diversification, diversification, and other features. Let's do this. When we come back, I want to hear more about what you're learning about this this conversion from sort of an old economic development model to a newer, more new economy economic development model. We'll see you right after this break, and we'll continue our conversation with George Freeland from the Jackson County Economic Development Foundation. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coastview. We have George Freeland, who's the executive director of the Jackson County Economic Development Foundation. And what's what's fascinating about what we were talking about before we went to the break is this International Economic Development Forum that you went to. Is that um, you know we've been talking for two years now with you, with Ashley Edwards, and many others about how economic development around the world is changing dramatically. And you just you, you once again, I mean, I, I guess the you know internationally. This is the conversation that the focus is no longer on a single company to relocate there, but the focus is really on workers and why that is an important part of the overall economic development success. Um, you're not surprised to hear that because you've been preaching mm-hmm. the realities of the new economy for some time. But what else did you see there? Holy geez. Well, so, so again, go, going back to the the old paradigms and, and, and the, 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 the emerging or the evolving paradigms, you know, so, some things are still fundamental. OK, and what I mean by that is is, is communities still have to uh, develop, permit and position real property, real sites right upon which we can attract uh, new d- diversified companies and, 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 and diversify our economy. Those things are still fundamental, but we moved into a place where, again, the focus and an integrated part of our program of work has to be on the worker and, and the complete worker, the 360, the whole worker. And, and we have to come to an understanding of how we integrate individuals into the economic opportunities within our, our communities. Look, as it concerns workforce programs and workforce delivery, the Gulf Coast Community College sets the standard. Man, they they set the bar around the state of Mississippi and around the Southeast U.S. But integrating individuals into those opportunities is is what is key. And so what Mary Martha and our staff is doing with her P3 program and and career coaches in the high schools is, is, is absolutely revolutionary. And these are models that even as we speak, are attempting to be emulated by communities around the state of Mississippi to the same extent that for many years, communities have attempted to emulate with varying degrees of success, of success the, the public-private economic development model that is the basis for the foundation. Well, the last conversation that Mary Graham and I had with the president of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, and she talked about the growing number of of, of uh, educational opportunities that are workforce related, that are not traditional, mm-hmm. go get your two years and then go off to a four-year university. W- what they're doing there is really incredible. And they're, and they're learning the kind of programs they need to have, like advanced diesel training and so on. Mm-hmm from their work with industry here and their partners. And he said the, one of the biggest challenges they have is getting kids to see those opportunities. And yeah. it sounds like that's what Mary Martha is involved in. Ab- absolutely. We, we, we have to get to our young people early. They, they have to understand from a very early age. You know, Mary Martha will tell you that, look, if we don't have them by, by, by the 11th grade, it, it's, hard, it's hard to get them calibrated to what the opportunities are. So, 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 so calibrating and educating young people as to what the opportunities are and the kind of quality of life you can lead if you pursue those opportunities is a fundamental economic development approach. Back to the, but back to the, the, the normal paradigm, Ricky, look, we, we, can, we, we can claim the creation of over 3,000 new jobs in the last, just the last 36 months and close to 700 million of new CapEx. Those things are important. We know that Huntington Ingalls has a requirement to get over an additional 3,000 jobs in the next 36 
amongst the four years. Halter Marine um, has caught the proverbial fire truck with a second, second down select to build a polar security cutter. So, so the, the opportunities are, are immense, but, but filling the pipeline of a foreign of a qualified workforce is, has to be a fundamental tenet of economic development in the world that we live in. So you face you face that before the pandemic, the fact that you know workforce and attracting workforce and developing workforce was going to always be a challenge, but the pandemic has put that challenge on steroids, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. There's and look to your point. Th- these were trends that were already underway, but have just been accelerated by the pandemic. A lot of people leaving the workforce. Uh, you know, we understand, and we've come to 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 an appreciation that 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 a great many women have have left the workforce. Um, and again, back to our efforts, focusing on females in the workforce and having them understand the opportunities, be them within petrochemical, shipbuilding, or or, or other sector opportunities in our economy, is um is the forefront of of our thought process these days. Hey, so uh, we're coming to the end of our time together, and we'll we'll not wait so long to connect yeah. the next time. But when you woke up this morning, what was the main thing on your mind? What 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 was what was consuming you when you got up this morning? When I woke up this morning, um, I was faced with, and we are being faced with a, another opportunity that fits part of the old, not the old, but the usual paradigm. That is an investor a company that is real, that is looking to make an investment, a sited location in this community that will continue to provide for a measure of diversification in our economic base. Well, I'm glad you had that opportunity. And uh, congratulations to you and Mary Martha and the board for continuing to, to stay aligned around the opportunities, not just today, but th- that will be there in the future. It's been a pleasure to catch up with you, my friend. Thank you, Ricky. Look forward to the next time. This has been George Freeland, the the, uh, director of the Jackson County Economic Development Foundation. And uh, anyway, have a great day or great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. The same. See you soon. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.